This hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thank you for joining us. You can listen to all previous episodes on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. We have a special episode today, a comedy shop talk episode, and we are joined by girlfriend of the show. Justina Sparling. Thank Hello. you for being here. Oh, thank you so much. I just want to let the listeners know that Jason, host of the show, is doing a sick psychological experiment on me right now. What? Right before we started recording right now, he made a bowl of popcorn, and it's sitting right next to us, <laughs> and we can't eat it because we're doing this, and I'm going to die. <laughs> I don't know why, why we didn't just wait to make popcorn until after this. Well, I guess I should have thought of that. Oh, my God. Anyway, just so you guys know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, Comedy Shop Talk episodes, we talk about comedy. Uh, talk a little comedy shop. Uh, we get into a little uh, comedy shop talk. And <laughs> we have a few topics to talk about today. And the first one is uh, we have, we're in a new season of house team shows at our theater um for people who don't know what that means it just means improv theaters they go on a six month cycle so all the teams well uh, ours does not all of them oh i thought um, pretty much all go on that which ones don't well for example theater 99 oh well most uh then i'll say most uh go by like a, a seasonal cycle and ours is a six month cycle and uh, all the teams, sketch, musical improv, uh, straightforward improv. Um, I don't know how to say that where it sounds like I'm not throwing shade. When I say like, if I don't want to say normal improv as if like musical improv, it's abnormal. And I don't want to be like straightforward, you know. I don't like, think. Okay. <laughs> plain improv. <laughs> plain vanilla improv. <laughs> Um, but anyway, you know, uh, the the seasons end and teams get uh, retired and new teams uh, come up. And Jacina is on a new team this season, a great new team. Uh, we have some friends on it. A couple of uh, our indie team members are also on the team, Max and Andy. Yeah, and you should interview people. Max for the podcast sometime. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah, be good. That'd be good. Be anyway, it's a great team. It, I'm so happy about this team. Like, everybody is so funny and also i feel like i don't know we we vibe really well and that's that's hard to happen you know right, yeah i that's mean really like, really hard to cast some people mm-hmm. you know to vibe well and we, we vibe well and we recently came up with our team name yeah um do, can i tell you the top three options that we had there at the end right I, so you're gonna start with number three no no i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you and let and um let the viewers do a little guesswork oh, okay, okay before okay. um <laughs> i go come out and say it okay, okay here are the three the the three top ones that it came down to it then we probably had a list of like 35 and it came down to um pegasus mm-hmm. butter 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 mm-hmm. and the babysitter's club okay those are three 
Three. And um, I mean, there was a good argument for all of them. Pegasus, mm-hmm. just one word, Pegasus, mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. consonant sounds, you know, mm-hmm. people will mm-hmm. remember it. Didn't see a lot of um, things named Pegasus online, you know. Um, butter, 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 insane. Some guy threw it in there as a joke and it somehow gained traction <laughs> and became a very serious option there towards the end. And then the Babysitter's Club, um, that was an organic um kind of pool from one of our shows right, you know right and so that was kind of nice to have an organic pool and like the babysitters club tbc that's cute or whatever mm-hmm. and so um and so yeah um so jason you know what we went with i do and the audience uh many of you do because you might be listeners people yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, um but for those some of you don't. who haven't been blessed with the name that we ended up with we make did your guesses decide. make your guesses. guesses okay take your time all right we went with butter 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 <laughs> <laughs> or as I like to say, butter, butter, butter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and um, I don't know. It just became so funny. Like, at mm-hmm. first, it was like so stupid. And I can see the arguments against it. I really, really mm-hmm. can because I was against it. <laughs> but also, it's just like really funny. People are not going to forget that. And then also, I just like the idea of like telling my grandkids, yeah, when I was living in New York, some of my best <laughs> memories are with butter, butter, butter. You know? <laughs> butter, butter, butter was a family. You know? <laughs> Butter, butter, butter looked out for each other, you know? <laughs> it's just so stupid. And yes, we're all going to get tattoos of sticks of butter. It's just oh how it's going to go. A stick of butter. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a really great butter, team. Butter, butter. <laughs> Are you going to pick a different theme song for walking um, out? Honestly, too? if there's been conversations about that, I haven't been on... Um, I, part of them, we've been coming mm-hmm. out to Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys, which is a great. Oh, song it's to such come a great to. song! I don't know if we could find one that fits better with Butter Butter Butter, but what really fits with Butter Butter Butter? You know, there, I don't know what song. The only thing that's coming to mind is not even a song. Like when I think of butter, I think of it's like butter from the SNL. Oh, sketch, that's good. Which maybe someone has made into a song. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> remix, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Come to come to our shows every Wednesday at the Magnet Theater and mm-hmm. see what we're doing. Yeah, uh, fun times. And it's it really is a great group. We know all of the... I, I knew most all of the people before... I guess I knew everyone but Matt Saletti. Um, yeah, I think you did. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Justina could not wait to eat pie. I'm She's sorry. <laughs> it's, you're it's right. So good. Why putting did you it do in front that? Of, I, well, I'm sorry. It wasn't but intentional. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, it, it has been a good season for my team as well. We did uh, lose a member at the end of last season. Amanda left because she is a grad student. Pause. I do not know how to say someone has left without it sounding like they're de- dead. Oh, like yeah, like when that happens at work, I'm like, she's no longer with us. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that does not sound good. No, it doesn't. And, it sounds and, like how I would. And say, you just like, said we print. lost a member. Right, right. Like I don't know. Like what are you gonna? <laughs> you gotta say like. One of our she's alive. She's but yeah. <laughs> she just left the team to go on and do uh, grad school. Yes. Um. And uh, she's doing drama therapy, and and she's doing great. And we're very happy for her. We we're sad to see her go, but we're very happy for her. Sad to see her die. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we got a new team member, and it was Julia Schroeder, who we were ecstatic to get because mm-hmm. we just love her as she's a person yeah she's great we love her on and off stage and she really fit with us and that was someone that and so like the other thing that i guess uh, people wouldn't know um because i guess the the assumption would probably be that we said hey can we have julia 
But that's not how it went. The Megawatt director... She was forced upon you. <laughs> right. She was, uh, uh, she was cast. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a casting decision made by the Megawatt director. And we were just saying amongst ourselves, we'd toss a few names out of people we like. And she was someone that we all were like, yeah, you know, she's fantastic. We really love her. And we didn't even tell the director about that, that we would like her. And uh, she gave us her, and we it was just like a really great moment finding out, because we were all in Cincinnati for an improv festival. Yeah, that's awesome. And so that was really great. But the reason we were in Cincinnati was because uh, our friend Hillary's on the team, and Hillary is now moving, and so we have a, we're going to get a new team member. Um, Did but, you say she's dying? Uh, she's leaving us. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> She's she has left us. Uh, no, um, she hasn't left yet. She is moving to Chicago, mm-hmm. and she better do improv there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we, I, I hope, I hope she does. Uh, so we'll miss her as well. But you know, good for her going to Chicago uh, for work. It's for work. She got a great job there. Well, that's the new season of for us. Um, but the next topic is shows that we have seen or or are going to see and we recently saw a live taping of dumb people town the podcast and um it that is if you don't know a podcast that is hosted by the sklar brothers and a guy named dan van kirk and um the guests that were on there's rep miller was the musical guest but uh, the comedic guests were Aparna Nancharla and Michael Che. And it was great. And I just, it was down the street from us. And I just said, oh, let's go. You know, I can't, I can't not see this show with the, with the Sklar brothers and um, Michael Che and Aparna. Like, I, I'm down for this. It was my first time hearing about the podcast. And we had a great time at that. Yeah, it was really great. They were so nice. The brothers um, stood outside and so did, what was his name, Van Kirk? Dan Van Kirk. Afterwards to like take pictures. Super and, nice. Yeah, um, we got sell stuff and sign on. They, but they like took their time with everybody. Oh, they were so nice. Yeah. And so that was really cool. We met some people from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We hung out mm-hmm. with them. And it was just a really super funny show. Yeah, it was um, a really great time. And You should um, have been there. End of story. Yeah. Sorry you weren't. Mm-hmm. But I guess you'll get to hear this that episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, they did tape it. So that was a great time, but we do have a couple of other great times coming up. Um, on Tuesday, we're going to go see... One of the things that I keep saying is that I want to go to more music shows. Mm-hmm. And there's a musician who I've seen perform here named Horace Bray, and I found out about him when we were still living in our first apartment, just on Instagram. And he's about to move to Los Angeles, and I wanted to see him again, and so I got tickets for us to that. So we're going to go see that, but I always say, like, I want to see more shows that aren't comedy, and I want to see more comedy shows, but at other theaters, Yeah, and I never do. So here's, you know, here's another opportunity I'm taking to um, go see music, and uh, he's a great musician, Horace Bray, and uh, I'm trying to get him on the podcast before he moves, so hopefully that'll work out. So we're going to do that. We're also going to another show that I have no idea what it is on November 8th. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I can't talk about that. No, it's a surprise we can't. For Jason. It's a surprise show of some kind. No one ruin it for me. I'm sure someone could Google and just mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is what it yeah. is, Jason. But uh, I don't even know what day of the week that is. Me neither. And I'll never look. Good. 
until November. All right, 7th. next topic. Yep, can't talk about the same one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, mostly we can't talk about because you're eating popcorn, baby. You put it right here. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> There's a cool thing that's happened uh, for friends of ours. A couple of friends of ours have been in beer commercials. So well, alcohol commercials. Alcohol, I guess we should say is alcohol commercials. Because, so Aaron Gold, previous guest, and you are not alone. Uh, founder. Cohort and founder. Because Jacina's on that team. You are not alone. A once a month show at the Magnet Theater about depression. is a great improv comedy show. It's an uplifting show about depression, actually. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's in um, a Rolling Rock commercial. He's in a Rolling Rock commercial. It's so funny. It's super funny. Oh my god, it's like a long commercial. I'm sure there's like different versions of it. Mm-hmm. Like there's the 30 second version, the 15 second, but like all over, it's like all together, it's like three minutes or something like that. Right. It's, it's we super saw funny. that a month ago or so, a month or yes. so ago. Yes, más o menos. <laughs> and uh, uh, that was great. Just we were like real happy for him that he got that gig, and and it's kind of like a spokesperson gig. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it's. As an actor, those are the sort of gigs you want like to get. The, like the progressive lady gig. or right. the, um, She's been doing that for over a decade. Yeah, and she's, yeah, and yeah, she's killing it. Um, you know, and, the, and then the, the uh, guy who was at Verizon's now the Sprint right. guy. Right, yes, yes, yes. Because he just so wants to have that kind of job. He did Sprint, I mean, Verizon for over 10 years, now he's the Sprint guy. Yes. And our, our friend, so recently, just the other day, our friend Frey Ford friend of ours from back in South Carolina who moved out. He first moved to Atlanta, and then he moved to Los Angeles. Um, but uh, he was in the comedy scene in Greenville, South Carolina. Super funny, super great he guy. He moved to Los Angeles? He did, maybe only briefly, but he I was definitely out there. I thought he moved to Atlanta, there. mi amor. He moved to Atlanta first, and they moved to Los ah, Angeles. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it. He's so talented. He's super talented. I think he's going to be big. I hope he is. Yeah, he definitely he's, should. Yeah, he... He's really, really talented, really smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You should have him on the podcast. I've already asked him and already That's got a yes. two people that we've mentioned that should be on the podcast. Well, I got a yes from both Horace and from Oh, well, Frey. three people. So yeah, it's yeah. Just Max, ma- Horace, Frey. Oh, yeah, and, and Max. Yeah. <laughs> Max. I've not gotten a Max uh, yes yet. Okay, well. Um, but yeah, so Frey's commercial was actually Natty Light Seltzer. Mm-hmm. And it's a great commercial, and uh, it's college football season, so you're going to see it. Um, and uh, good on him, you know? Like, uh, we'll have him on the podcast and talk about everything that he's been up to at length, because he's also he was also a part of the uh, CBS uh, Diversity Sketch Showcase. Um, that's why he went that's out to awesome. Los Angeles. That's awesome. That's so cool. Right. Um, so we're all just, like, real proud of him back home. <laughs> And uh, even though, like, a few of us don't live back home anymore, we're all like, yeah, hometown glory. Uh, So great for him. Uh, We'll talk more about that when he is on. So here's the big ticket item that we're going to talk. Oh, I guess I should also say I'm filming something tomorrow. Monday. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we can't mention I can't what it mention is. Mention what it is. Yeah, but um, <laughs> um, but yeah, more on that later. Right, more on that when I can talk about it uh, because it's exciting. Mm-hmm. So the big ticket item for today's episode is this bracket. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do a, I wanted to do another bracket this year. Last year it was a comedy duos bracket, sixty four duos last year, and uh, it was just like the NCAA tournament. Did not do sixty four entries this year because. That was too much last year. <laughs> and I don't even know if there's 64 worthy ones for what you're doing. 
I mean, they just would have been bottom seated. Yeah. But um. Bottom seated. Mm-hmm. Bottom. Yeah, they would have been seated. Bottom. At the bottom. Bottom. <laughs> butter, butter, butter. I was just about to say butter, butter. <laughs> I knew it was coming. So, this one is a horror comedy bracket. Now, I did say, I guess, in a previous comedy shop talk that it was going to be late night talk show hosts or something. But there were so many things that people threw out. And I was like, I don't even know. And then I started thinking about late night talk show hosts. And I was like, how would I decide, like, a late night talk show host? Like, there's certain obvious ones, Conan. But are we just talking Conan O'Brien? Are we talking about... Late Night with Conan, Tonight Show with Conan, or Conan with Conan. You know, like... Just Conan, right? Yeah, but there are people who've done multiple ones. Like, in the case of Stephen Colbert, he did two distinctly different shows with Colbert Rapport and Late Show. That it's like, are we trying to give it to the show of an era? Especially when you think about it with The Tonight Show. It'd be all the different hosts of The Tonight Show. So, I don't know. It would probably be more fair just to say, like, the host. Yeah. And there are so many that you could choose from, but then there's some shows that you might not think are necessarily a talk show. So I don't know. It, it's it would just get tough after a while to like whittle it down. I would still like to do that bracket, and maybe we'll just get the brain trust together. Yeah. But we did horror comedies, and it, it's still going to be a little controversial because it is. I looked at it already. It right. Eats me up. There are movies that aren't on here because uh, for one, I was. I whittled it down to 32, mm-hmm. but like Hocus Pocus isn't on here, and I know a couple oh, people... Oh, snap, that should have been on there. Well, it didn't make it. And how did you whittle it down? So how I whittled it down was um, I did a I did a little whittling, and... Um, <laughs> a whittle whittling? Uh-huh. Whittle whittling? <laughs> butter, butter, butter. <laughs> but I, I just looked at the aggregate scores online, and also user scores. So not just critic scores, but user scores. And Hocus Pocus still didn't make it onto the bracket? Not out of the top 32. It, wow. I think it was... Um, I'm just surprised. far out of the top I understand 32. that you followed, you know, a certain steps to make this bracket. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised that right. Hocus Pocus didn't make it on. Now, and what I... I was happy about this. I feel like Division's kind of work themselves out mm-hmm. because I was just thinking how do you even put the different divisions together what movies you put together when you're deciding it based on a 1 through 32 ratings basis but they work themselves out there are a lot of Abbott and Costello meets some horror character yes. movies out there a couple of them didn't make it Abbott and Costello meet the mummy didn't make it but there were four that did, and it was uh, the Frankenstein one, the Boris Karloff one, which I didn't even know existed, but it it did, and Invisible Man and uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, um, which, kind of weird, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Mr. Hyde is the real one, though, right? Who's the, Mr. Hyde is the bad guy? Yes. Well, Mr. Hyde also didn't go to school. Snap. Because it's Dr. Jekyll. Anyway, it's like Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pip. Anyway. um, Exact same story. But the reason I was happy about how those came out, you have in the number one seed of Abbott and Costello, but a number seven seed of Abbott and Costello, and a number four seed with Abbott and Costello, and a number two seed with Abbott and Costello. So I was like, that particular division 
are like your old school movies. For each seed, there was something that felt old school. You have a vampire movie in that category and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Not an old school movie, but vampires are old school, right? Classic. Also classic. Buffy's classic. Right. American Werewolf in London. Older movie, but not that old. Not old like the Abbott and Costello mm-hmm. movies, but it's werewolf. You know, you got a werewolf movie. Uh, Frighteners is a ghost movie. And Gremlins is a monster movie. Not necess- not old school like that, but, you know, a monster movie. So I was just, when I saw that happen, I said, oh, maybe it'll be easy to put these divisions together. And it was. Because the zombie movies weren't all together. And there were eight different ones. Some might say Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness aren't really zombie movies because they're deadites, but they are just zombies. (laughs) Deadites are just zombies. So we had eight different movies that were in eight different seeds, right? Mm -hmm. One through eight. So I was like, oh, this is perfect because Return of the Living Dead is one of the, you know, it just laid out so well. Um, It's a piece of art. Right. It was so helpful. What was helpful? Just the way these came out. It was like, it was like butter, butter, butter. Oh, I get you, I get you, okay. <laughs> and so the other categories, other, uh, other divisions, I should say, worked out decently well, but not quite as well as like zombie. So I have one that is like your kid-friendly movies. Mm-hmm. Disney's Legends of, uh, Legend of the Sleep of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, the, two of the, the two Adams Family movies. And I didn't choose the new Adams Family movie. Um, because I didn't want any new ones in there because mm-hmm. it hasn't been enough time for everyone to have like given it a score. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I do have like two movies that probably are not child friendly. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Silly, and I could see a ten year old liking that movie, but it's not really. I love that movie. So it much. is so funny, but it's not kid friendly like Gremlins Two is. Mm-hmm. Interesting that Gremlins didn't fall in that category, but. I needed something for the monster category, old school monster category. And then Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon is also not a kid-friendly movie. But these others, like Beetlejuice, Little Shop of Horrors, like those are all kid-friendly movies. And uh, I could put those together. And then and the other, the last division are your really innovative horror comedies like Young Frankenstein, Cabin in the Woods, Scream, Housebound, Slither... What We Do in the Shadows, Scream 2, and The Final Girls, which I didn't know about The Final Girls until I was doing research for this, and it scored really well. It's a movie from 2015. Are we going to watch it? I would love to watch it. Who's in it? Uh, The new Verizon guy, Thomas Middleditch, is in it, and a couple other familiar faces, and the concept for the movie is really fun. Um, It's kind of... Doing what Scream did and breaking down movie tropes and sort of making fun of it. But it's also sort of like Jumanji in that they're in the movie. Basically, the concept of the movie is uh, these, I guess they're teenagers. But Thomas Middleditch is in it and he's not a teen. Um, But uh, these young people, the protagonists, uh, go to see a movie. And one of them, uh, her mother was in the movie. And it was the last movie her mom did before dying. And it's, I guess, the only way she can really see her mom. And so when they did a... Sometimes when they, like, screen a movie Mm -hmm, again, mm -hmm. just like they do with Ghostbusters every few years, they do it with this movie. And she'll go see it because it's a chance for her to see her mom again on the big screen. And 
they go and through movie magic uh, and something happening, an exciting incident happening, they find their way in the movie. And uh, this is all in the trailer, so it's not spoiling anything. That's cool. It's a very cool concept. And um, so she's with her mom. And so it's like something that's... (laughs) The actress looks like she does a really great job just in the trailer at tugging at your heartstrings. Like, of just... Like, I don't feel like there are a lot of horror movies that do a really good job of giving the protagonist something you really care about. Right, You know, it's mostly just like... Oh, you want to go to school? Okay. <laughs> like, I don't care. Oh, you don't want to die? Well, I understand yeah. that, but I don't really care about you yeah. as a character. But this person you really care about, just from, like I said, the trailer, because she's saying, like, I want to see my mom, you know? like, And then cool. you see her with her mom, and she's, like, emotionally affected by that. And it, it looks like it's a lot of fun, uh, and it looks like a really good movie. So... I don't think it's going to get a lot of votes. I think it's going to... I mean, it's going up against Young Frankenstein. So I don't think anyone's going to have... That is the winner. (laughs) Right. So it's not really one of the dark horses in here, but it's it's a good movie. I mean, what I feel like you and your brackets... (laughs) Like, when we're choosing venues for a wedding... When we are choosing names for our children, you know. <laughs> oh, I gotta do a bracket. I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, maybe for venues, but not for baby. I names. know, babe. Maybe for what would I, what would I do bracket wise for the kids? You might do um oh for the kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know schools. You might do a bracket for apartments in New York if we ever move again, which I want to move again. You know. Yeah, it's good. You, I can see you doing brackets. <laughs> or some version of brackets. Uh, you know? there, there, we're not going to have. Some we're not going to have thirty-two of, options. Yeah, I the, can tell you that right now. The sitcom version of me mm-hmm. is definitely doing a bracket for all of these things. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. You're looking at this. You can see mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is getting released this week. Uh, we're going to have it in the blog so people can access it. Yeah, and do it themselves. When's uh, the next, deadline? Um, Halloween. No, August, um, October thirty-first. Yes, but the episode on the 20th next week's episode is going to be with one of the best friends of the show rob is gonna do a um pop talk episode oh wow and we're gonna talk about our choices for this bracket Mm -hmm. and maybe even talk about other people's choices in the bracket um but you from since you can see it right now Mm -hmm. do you have any uh films you think will go all the way any dark horses you think are gonna um, if people know what Housebound is, it would mm, go pretty far. Mm. But a lot of people don't know what that is. It's a good movie that you should check out. I feel like Shaun of the Dead, classic. People love sh- them some Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. And then um, I think that Beetlejuice, people love mm-hmm. them some Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods. There's a lot of good ones on here. Right. Um, how about you? What do you give me one? Well, I do know that a couple have a little bit easier of a run than others. Like, you know, you go to the old school category, Gremlins is probably going to just go on a tear because, you know, a lot of those movies are old. Frighteners isn't a movie a lot of people know, and it's going up against an Abbott and Costello movie. And, you know, if there are any any young people listening who are going to do the bracket are like, I've never seen any of these Abbott mm-hmm. and Costello movies. So they're just going to pick the other one and maybe in some of those cases. But American Werewolf in London, they they may not have seen either because it's that movie's older than Thriller. 
that that movie inspired Thriller, the the music video for Thriller. So, um, you know, it's I don't know. Buffy the Vampire Slayer also might have a huge contingency, but it's going up against Gremlins. Mm. Uh, so that's an unfortunate one, and. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Beetlejuice, I think, will have a good contingency, but it's in the same division as Little Shop of Horrors, and I feel like... Little Shop Shop of Horrors. I feel like people who love uh, Little Shop of Horrors probably also love Beetlejuice, and I think it's going to break their heart. What's the song from Beetlejuice? Um... Uh, Deo? Deo! <laughs> Isa- yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They like, come and me won't go home. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And I think the um, innovative movie category is also going to be very hard because some people are also going to say Scream should be higher, but it, it didn't rate higher. You know, like, that's just where it is. Um, but people are going to be upset. They're going to have to choose between Young Frankenstein, Scream, and What We Do in the Shadows. I think that's it, rough. Yeah, and Cabin in the Woods is in that same division. Mm. So, um, nerding out with horror comedy. Nerding out so hard. <laughs> I never thought I'd be with a nerd the way you're a nerd. You're such a nerd. Because on my family, we're not like that. Oh. Like we like what we like, but like we don't talk about it. One doesn't speak of the things one one enjoys. <laughs> one keeps that to oneself. Maybe. <laughs> but you're a bit of a nerd. What am ways. I a nerd about? Uh, popcorn. Oh, and popcorn. Um, Instagram mm-hmm. stuff. You can be a bit of a nerd. You mean like memes that. and stuff? Like showing you stuff? Right. I mean, like, you show people more memes and things from the internet than grandmas. I'm just here to spread the good word. I just want people to see these things. Some of these videos are so funny. Some of these seals are so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got my shows. Mm-hmm. You like Harlots? My programs. Oh, I love Harlots. On Hulu, season three was released over the summer. Oh, Jason calls it the sex show. There's a lot of sex. I mean, Ooh, it's I don't so even, good. I don't see it. You know, I'm just like walking through the room or... But they're always having sex. <laughs> take my headphones off when I'm on my computer and this is like... Yeah, it's about a brothel. It's about several brothels in the 18th century. Yeah, you guys, it's amazing. It's such a good show. It's amazing. Oh okay, babe, can we finish it up? Because I got to eat the rest of this popcorn. Yes, yes, As messily can. as there's, I want. There's nothing else to uh, chat about other than reminding everyone to follow us on... Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod. You can also get our new bracket, the horror comedy bracket, on thereitispod.com. How about links that newsletter? Don't forget about your newsletter. Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, subscribe. Thank you for uh, mentioning it. Subscribe to the newsletter. Links in bio for that, too. It is designed very much like this podcast was designed to give information to comedians that maybe isn't super accessible and maybe you didn't know you needed it. And it's just made to make comedians' life pursuing comedy a little bit easier. And life in general a little bit easier. So I hope you subscribe to those things. Uh, Give us a like. uh, Give us some reviews on Apple Podcasts and uh, subscribe to the newsletter. We also have a, a support button on our website there it is pod.com so check out the links in the bio and check us out next week with our new pop talk episode with best friend of the show rob mcnab 
Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 